As human beings, we only have a finite amount of energy. Yes, we are cosmic. Yes, we are multidimensional. But here, as a human being, we can only channel so much of that energy each and every day. That's why it's so important that we learn how to direct that energy. And one of the best ways to do that is by cultivating your own narrative. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time and energy here with me today on the show. With more division than we could possibly imagine going on right now, it is absolutely critical that we learn how to cultivate our own narratives. There's so much battle out there for our attention and for our energy. And wherever we place our attention and what we tell ourselves has everything to do with where we are directing our energy. As human beings, we only have a finite amount of energy. Yes, we are cosmic. Yes, we are multidimensional. But here, as a human being, we can only channel so much of that energy each and every day. That's why it's so important that we learn how to direct that energy. And one of the best ways to do that is by cultivating your own narrative. Because when we believe the narratives of other people and they go against our truth, it is an energy leak. And every time that we have an energy leak, it prevents us from creating the new earth, okay? So keep that in mind as we navigate through this topic today of creating your own narrative and learning how to plant seeds in a garden that is not full of weeds, right? We have to de-weed the garden before we plant the seeds or else the seeds will never see the light of day and they won't grow. So with that being said, I want to talk about two common narratives. Now, of course, there's many other narratives and we're going to touch on that too, but two common narratives is the collective narrative and the individual narrative. Now, today we want to focus on the individual narrative, right? Because everyone has their own and it's based on their point of view. It's super important that we learn how to master our own because as an individual, we impact everybody else in the collective. Narratives are powerful. They color our worldview and the experiences that we have. You already know that you're a powerful creator. But what I know to be true is that Many of us are battling with our own truth and what we're being told. And if you can relate with this, then listen up because this is real. This is really happening. We have the media, for example, mainstream media infiltrating a lot of people's minds. And if you are somebody who follows your own truth instead of that mainstream narrative, you might get ostracized. So when you cultivate your own narrative, this is some very courageous work. Just the other day, I was on Facebook and there was a comment that I had made on something. And since it didn't go along with the mainstream narrative, 
an individual decided to reply to that and degrade me by saying, imagine hiring a life coach, in quotes, this delusional. Now, back in the past, you know, a few years ago, that would have probably enraged me. But today, I look at that and I'm reminded that that person is so caught up in a mainstream narrative that anybody who has a different opinion or a different worldview is a threat to that person. And I mean by that a perceived threat, because obviously I'm not a threat to him. It's just how he perceived me. If I'm not going along with what he believed, then that means I was different. And that means that I was not in the, quote, tribe, right? So when we follow our own truth and we cultivate our own narratives, we may experience these types of things. So it's really important to trust your truth and trust your process. And one of the best ways to do this is by cultivating your own sovereignty, right? Your narrative comes from your own ability to be a sovereign being, not influenced by other people's views, unless, of course, that view was already your truth. But then again, it still never comes from the outside. Your truth comes from within. In your narrative, what you're speaking to yourself needs to reflect that truth within in order for you to feel certain and whole. Really important to have this skill, to have this characteristic, I should say. Because when you feel certain, you are grounded. That means that when you're grounded, your mind isn't cluttered with all these different things pulling at your attention. And in order to manifest, you have to have a very clear focus. So let's talk about some things that interfere with our narratives. Well, the first thing can definitely be social media. We all know that everybody on there has different opinions. And most of the time when we get on there, it's almost as if we are in a trance because it's just like watching TV. So you get into this hypnagogic state almost where everything that you're reading does imprint the subconscious mind unless you are aware and awake to what you are allowing inside of your mind. Some other things that interfere or influence our narratives are the company that we keep, the people in our lives, our friends, the people that we pay attention to the most, our family, our childhood. The way that you grew up has to do with what kind of narratives that you might be telling yourself. So in the coaching industry, a lot of you probably already know, but we look at at stories, aka narratives that we tell ourselves that aren't true, that maybe have been picked up when we were younger, that we ended up internalizing. A lot of the time what we find is that the things that we're telling ourselves isn't even what we truly believe. It's what we were taught to believe by our parents. So our childhood has a big impact on the influence of our narratives. Another area of influence would be our work environments or going to school, or the news that we are consuming. Anything that we are bringing in from the outside world, basically without a sense of wholeness already, can have an impact on our own narratives. Unless we are 100% fully in our sovereignty, 
We are impacted by other people's narratives all the time. And in fact, if we deal with low self-esteem, what I have found is that people who do are at greater risk for propaganda in the first place. And the reason for that is because if you don't trust yourself, you place others' viewpoints above your own. So for anybody who's dealing with low self-esteem, that needs to be addressed right away. Because remember when I said that we got to pull out those weeds before we plant the seeds? Well, that's one of the weeds. One of the weeds is having a low self-esteem because it leaves us vulnerable to other people's opinions, their narratives, their viewpoints, and we internalize that and make it our truth, okay? So once we've basically de-weeded our garden, it's time to kind of sift through the soil, you know, so that we can find our own truth. And how exactly do we do that? Well, the first thing to understand is that truth comes from a feeling, not a thought. Truth is connected to a feeling. Have you ever felt what truth feels like inside of your body? I'm sure you have. For me, when something feels true, it feels like no resistance. It feels like a divine relaxation, just a pure knowing without having to question anything. It's just a knowing. It's an inner yes, and my energy almost moves towards it. So, Everybody, though, they have their own feeling of truth. It's important that if you don't know what that is for you, that you start to pay attention and ask yourself, how will I know that something is true for me? Just ask yourself that and then send it to the universe and and be ready to receive it. You will get an answer. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to stop following the media. If you still follow the media, then it's really time to stop because right now they are pushing their agendas and their propaganda more than they usually do. And in order for you to sift through what's true for you and what's not, you got to pull your attention away from all the noise, okay? And if you are consuming news and you're not ready to pull your attention away from it quite yet, then at least question everything. Question everything and make sure that the truth bubbles up inside of you. Because you don't want to just blindly believe what you're told. That's the very last thing that we want. In fact, I believe that it is a big reason why we are here where we are today with so much distrust in ourselves. So yeah, make sure you question everything and contemplate it. You don't even have to do it all mentally. Contemplation is a beautiful tool because you don't have to think and concentrate so hard. It's just like holding a thought really lightly and then inquiring about that thought and then you get answers, right? And you have to create space in your life to receive those answers. And that's kind of the gist of contemplation. Another way to kind of sift through the soil, if you will, is to watch your mind. Watch it talk. Watch how it describes the world you live in. Watch how your your mind describes the interactions that you have with people. You might be surprised because it always has this reel that's kind of just going. And we aren't even aware of most of the thoughts that we have. So the more that you start to watch that mind, the more you're going to be able to catch yourself in narratives that are not serving your truth and that are not serving your highest good. Remember, your conscious mind is like the gatekeeper. So when you make something conscious, when you pay attention to those thoughts, those thoughts are subconscious. But When you take your conscious mind and you start paying attention to what's going on in that reel, that's when you have 
power. Otherwise, those thoughts have power over your life. And remember, everything is energy, including our thoughts. So we are broadcasting an energetic frequency with our subconscious thoughts and getting all of that in return. And sometimes we don't exactly like what we receive, you know? So this is key. Watch your mind, watch how it narrates. And then if you want to up your game on this, start to directly implant thoughts and narratives on purpose. And that's what we call an affirmation, right? When we are taking a thought and implanting it instead of letting the monkey mind run the show. And then once you've sifted through that soil, it's time to plant the seeds and then nurture those seeds. One of the best ways that you can do this is to set mental and energetic boundaries because that is kind of like fertilizer for the garden, right? When you have these mental um, boundaries and these and these energetic boundaries, you stop giving your power away and you stop giving your energy away. Your energy is your power, right? It's the exact thing you need in order to grow something in the garden. You have to have your energy intact. So in order to do this, you got to remember to watch your thoughts and know which ones are yours. And then when the very first moment that you realize that something is not your thought, then halt your mind from unconsciously picking up what other people are broadcasting. Immediately put a boundary up and say no and ground yourself and get yourself clear and back to your center again before moving forward. And ask yourself, is this true for me? Affirm your truth daily because if you don't, then it's going to be determined for you. So every single day, you must affirm what's true for you. You have to solidify that. So an example might be someone else's perception of me is not my truth and you want to ground that in. Or if you catch yourself feeling separated where you're not connected to source or where it feels like you're not connected to source or somebody tells you that this physical world is the only reality and we're all doomed or something then you could tell yourself something like, I am always guided. I'm not alone. Well, you don't want to affirm not, right? So you want to say, I am always in the presence of source and guidance. Or you could affirm that there's a bigger plan behind everything that's happening right now. And I trust in that plan. Or when you turn on social media and you see that there's lines backed up in Hawaii for food and lines backed up in Texas that they're waiting for food and in your Uh, fight or flight kicks in and you start to worry, then you could tell yourself, I always get what I need when I need it. And trust in that. Because whatever you decide to plant in that soil is going to be exactly what you harvest later in the form of a physical manifestation. Now, of course, yes, there are people who do deal with a lot of things that are very unfortunate. And I'm not by any means saying that they created that. Sometimes we have to go through things because it's part of our dharma, okay? But that's not to say that we don't have a lot of power in our destiny. We do. And the secret is in how we respond to what is happening. And all of this has to do with your own narrative, with 
coloring the story of your life and your experiences. That's all a narrative is. It's a story. And there's tons of them out here. But you, you have the power to create the story that you were destined for. And that is why it is so important to learn how to cultivate your own narrative and to discard anything else that is not serving your highest of good. Please don't allow yourself to get sucked into the drama, into the mainstream narrative. Do what is true for you and you will always prosper. And you know this deep down. I know you do. So if anything, all of this is probably just a reminder for you, which is still really valuable. And if you did find value in this episode, I would really appreciate if you would go over to iTunes and leave a five-star written review so that more people can see this podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with me, and I will see you on the next one. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Bye.